Be good. Hello there, friends and strangers. Welcome to a special edition of the Monkey Tooth Podcast. It's your pal, Andrew, uh, with my wife, Tiffany, and our little dog, Pele. We're bringing you this episode in honor of Pele having survived a fucking ordeal. Whew. Uh, you're going to hear all about it in this podcast, which is hosted by Tiffany, not me. So this is the only time you're going to hear me talking, uh, and it'll be brief. Uh, our guest today is uh, Alyssa Mulligan. She is a doctor of veterinary medicine. Uh, she's really, really cool, thoughtful, energetic, uh, compassionate human being who loves animals and ain't so bad with people either. She was quite kind to us in spite of uh, probably, honestly, me being kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, anyhow, she really helped us out and literally saved the life of our sweet little dog. Um, so, yeah. We wanted you to hear about who she is and what she did for us. And uh, we got this special episode uh, for you in between the last episode and the next one. It's a bonus. That's what it is. Hope you like it. Uh, tell your friends. Go to mtp.dog and, uh, and tell us what you think. Uh, that's it. Okay. Enjoy. Ta-ta for now. All right. So, first of all, Thank you for agreeing to talk with us. Of course. Um, do you mind introducing yourself to all the monkey toothers out there? Sure. My name is Dr. Alyssa Mulligan, and I'm a veterinarian in Moab, Utah. All right. That is where we are. Here we are. Great city of Moab. <laughs> so earlier today, my, uh, when we were leaving, we witnessed you and your coworker out in the grassy area mm -hmm. with that poor little goat. And you were distracting the goat with some leaves you got off of the tree so that she could take a rectal temp, Correct. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, what made you want to be a veterinarian? Um, I have kind of wanted to be a vet as long as I can remember. Um, my dad likes to tell a story. I saved a baby sparrow and decided that I was going to nurse it back to health. And they were pretty sure that it was going to die. And probably just miraculously it didn't. <laughs> And I thought that was a sign that I was supposed to be a vet. And so right. here we are. How old were you? Ah, God, I was probably four. Okay. I barely remember it, but the, he loves, to, he told it at my graduation. So Aww. it's kind of become the, the theme story of my career. <laughs> and do you have many of those stories when you're growing up? Oh my like gosh, yeah. Yep. Caterpillars, dogs, cats. I had a, a pony. You, okay. you name it, I probably tried to get it inside our house when I was a kid. Wow. Um, so when did you, how long have you been a vet? Um, I actually graduated about six months ago, so oh, okay. I'm pretty fresh. Um, I was a technician for four years before that, so okay. I've been in the business a while, but okay. new to, new to the whole doctor thing. Okay. And, um, did you grow up in Moab? I did. Yep. Okay. I'm from here. I left for school, but I grew up here, so it's nice to be home. How is that experience growing up here? Cause just being here for like the week. <laughs> it's just like everybody seems, and I think most of the people we see are visitors, but they seem just really um, 
intense and adventurous and mm-hmm. a little on the extreme side of the adventure. Yeah. And it's, um, do you get that too? Or is that yeah. just us? No, there's, that? you know, there's always fractions of a population, but Moab definitely has a probably overrepresented portion of extreme outdoors people. So yeah. I think that's definitely true. We were outside all the time growing up here. So yeah, that was nice. Do you have a, um, a favorite spot around here that you like to visit? I like Island in the Sky a lot. Yeah. I'm uh, actually afraid of heights, but kind of drawn to the Cliffs of Dead Horse. I don't know why, but okay. that's probably... I go up there to have... They have a little coffee shop up there, and oh, I nice. go up there every Sunday when I'm not on call and Dead to Horse? have coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Yeah, right by the um, visitor center up at Dead Horse Point. Oh, that's cool. There's coffee, so I like it. Um, our friends today, the Brazilians, mm-hmm. um, they said that that is the point in Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't realize that. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, there really aren't words to describe it. It's kind of terrifying and beautiful at the same time. Wow. So, well, we were going to go there. Oh no! And oh no! <laughs> this happened. So, um, we'll go into what this is and how we we met you. Um, do you mind like going describing a day in the life of a veterinarian for you? Yeah. Maybe starting out with like the day we met you yeah and then maybe today or whatever your day is so on weekends we don't usually work but we take on call shifts which can be anything from a colicking horse to a dog with a cut to a dog that got bit by a rattlesnake if you are the lovely pele so Mm -hmm. that was that was my was that Saturday when we met? Sunday. Sunday. That was my Sunday. Pele was my third call of the day, and he okay. got bit by a rattlesnake. So that was the, the this that Tiffany was yeah. alluding to. So What were your other two calls? My other call before that was a horse colicking, and then I had um, a cat that had a urinary blockage. Oh, okay. So okay. all very different things, yeah. but all emergencies. So. Do you need to get that? No, was that me? Uh, I think so. Oh, no. It's fine. That okay. was my personal phone. So okay. we're good. <laughs> um, so do you mind taking us through that, that day? Of- yeah. Do you want specifically Pele or all of it? Um, maybe Pele. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it's a, a long day. About us. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a call um, from this couple that their dog had just been bit by a rattlesnake. Uh, they were uh, probably 40 minutes out from the clinic, so told him to head straight in. We see quite a few rattlesnake bites. Um, brought him in. He was definitely not doing so hot, kind of lethargic. We hospitalized him. I had seen that he was lame on one of his paws, so I shaved it, and sure enough, I found these two puncture marks that mean snake bite. Um, so we started treating him for rattlesnake bite. It turns out that it was a specific type of rattlesnake, which we have around here. It's called a faded midget. It's pretty lethal. It has a neurotoxin in its venom, which they I have treated two other dogs besides Pele, and they died before the owners reached the car, and then the other one died before it reached the clinic. So he is pretty lucky. I think he must have gotten a small dose of venom because he's responded to treatment really well, but the first 24 hours were definitely touch and go. I had to come in every six hours and give him pain medication because it's pretty excruciatingly painful but he did well overnight the next day perked up 
it was kind of a roller coaster, but he's getting back to his regular old self. So, and then the next day, in between treating him, mm-hmm. you drove three hours mm-hmm. to Colorado. Yep, I had to, to go to Colorado to work on some cattle. So, what yep. did you do? They needed a health certificate, so that's part of my job as a veterinarian. Any food animal that moves between state lines, really any large animal, horses included, you have to have a certificate of veterinary inspection. So I have to walk around them, make sure everyone looks healthy. If I see anything that looks, you know, possibly contagious or anything like that, I pull them out and treat them. So how many cattle was that? uh, That was 300. And is that normal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's, they move in big groups, so. <laughs> well, that's true, but geez. Okay. Yep. I, I mean, it makes sense when you say that, but that's just like a whole world I don't yeah. even consider. Yep. But. It's a, that, you could describe veterinary medicine that way. It's a whole world. <laughs> and you guys go to all over Utah? Yep. Yeah, we do. Mostly southern Utah and um, adjacent Colorado. But yeah, that's, we have to be licensed in every state. So I'm licensed in two states. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Next question on the list. Let's hear it. What about your last 24 hours? So my average day is we do surgeries in the morning for three to four hours, depending on what surgeries I have that day. And then for the rest of the day, I just see clients, which could be anything from vaccines to doing a lameness exam on a horse to have a bunch of goats and chickens that I'm treating right now. So it's it's just something different every single day, literally. So it's not it's not a boring job, which is why I picked it. Um, and you've been on call for mm-hmm. like the last four or five days? Yeah, five know? days. Tonight is night six, so. So you're so close. <laughs> I'm so close. Seven days? <laughs> seven days, yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's usually not bad if you don't get called in every night, right. which I tend to. I'm you a bit do. of a shit magnet, so. <laughs> and then is that is that little goat still here? Yep, yep. He's been my patient for a while. He got attacked by a dog and has had some infection issues. So I, I get to play with the goat a lot. But he's a sweetheart. He yeah. is a really nice goat. He bit my finger today when I took his rectal temperature, but that's kind really? of fair, I figure. Yeah. So it was a test bite. They eat everything. He's eating my shoelaces. So Yeah, we grew up with um, goats, and they. I remember that specific thing about them they literally ate everything yeah we couldn't color outside with (laughs) crayons because they would eat our crayons Mm -hmm. you know like just everything it was everything yep paper towels shoelaces scrubs pinky fingers all the things (laughs) (laughs) um do you have like um like a specific loss or success that has like marked your your career or your yeah. schooling maybe that you experienced i think any vet's gonna say the first patient that they have to euthanize will stick with you forever um we do euthanasias in school but it's not your patient like you haven't right. worked on them worked them up tried to fix them and so your first one is a doctor that is your patient you're trying to fix and you fail and you have to end up euthanizing that one will probably stick with you forever so that was that was my 
first failure as a vet was my first euthanasia and it's really hard yeah even if you know you're doing it for the right reasons because it's an unfixable problem it's still still weighs heavy on your heart not an easy thing to do definitely not yeah how soon into your career was that uh i actually made it more than most of my peers i made it probably two months before that happened and then inevitably it's going to happen so was it an older animal yeah it was an older dog with liver failure so and yeah he was like 16 so it was but he just he had a really nice owner who i loved and of course that made it so much harder so it was a it was a tough one and i'll probably never forget that dog So he's actually, he looked a lot like Pele. He was oh, this really? cute little scruff ball. So Aww. I loved him. So I'm glad Pele's doing well. A soft, <laughs> soft place in your heart for the scruffy ones. Definitely. Love yeah. the scruff balls. Now, do they um, do organ transplants Mm-mm. on animals? No, it's the medicine really isn't there. And it's so cost prohibitive. You know, most people can't. I think they actually tried a kidney transplant in a dog. And I don't think it went well. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty intense in humans. Yeah. So I can imagine. Oh, yeah huge in dogs or in any animal mm-hmm. you know yeah it's probably coming way down the line in the future but it will be for the elite your average person will never be able to afford yeah. that so yeah i have treated goldfish i have treated i used to treat caterpillars when i was a kid but that didn't caterpillar medicine was not my specialty so i i don't really have a line if you want me to try and fix it i'll try and fix it so that's I guess there really isn't a line for me I've someone brought in um a sparrow and I I guess true to my childhood roots mm-hmm. I tried to treat it I've done ring neck doves rabbits whatever whatever you want me to try to fix I will and do you how often do you have to travel like to see a patient like pretty often it's I Every at least every other day, a few times a week, I have to get in my truck and and go somewhere. Especially like the large animals, it's yeah. a lot. A lot of the times, it's easier for me to go to them Just than to them. yep the other way. So, and how many veterinarians are at this practice? Three. Seems really busy. We're really busy. Yeah, we're the only large animal vet in most of southern Utah, so okay. we get a lot of action on that front. And small animals, just Moab's a growing, growing place. So yeah, it is. We have a lot of tourists with a lot of dogs. So, do you think you'll stay here in Moab? I really, I like this practice. I have, you know, great associate vets, great technicians. I love Moab, obviously. So it's a, it's a pretty good situation. What do you like about Moab? Uh, it's obviously beautiful. Yeah. Anyone can see that. But I, I really like, um, I just like the people here. I think the locals are really good people. I actually like interacting with visitors. Um, I get to hear different languages every day, which mm-hmm. is one of my hobbies. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I Well, I minored in Spanish and French. So oh, cool. I actually get to speak a lot of Spanish at the yeah. clinic. So it shows me that I need practice but I get to I get to use it more than your average tiny town vet so that's it's nice. a fun it's just a fun place it's a really dynamic place love I love outdoors so there's a ton it's never boring here so do you are you a mountain biker white water rafter I'm, not, I'm a rafter yeah don't I couldn't ride a bike to save my life so <laughs> I like the river I like climbing okay. anything Pretty much anything besides mountain biking. Okay. I'm sure all of my mountain biker friends just shivered that I said that, but it's the truth. <laughs> I know people ask us, like, what are you doing here? And we're like, um, 
kind of just walking around. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we don't mountain bike. Nope. We don't climb. There you go. We don't whitewater. <laughs> it's, there's something here it's for like, everyone. So. We just walk around. Yeah. And just enjoy the beauty. Well, yeah, so that's, an <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. And unusual. And know. unusual. Yeah, for October. Not yeah. a lot right now. We saw most of them in July, but he's special. What can you say? I tell you. <laughs> We were at the library for like the fourth time since we've been here in seven days. It's a great place. It is. I used to work there too. Oh, really? So I did. The um, One of the ladies, I'm not going to describe who it was because I don't want to get her in trouble if this ever gets out to, you know, the higher ups in the library in Moab. Mm-hmm. But she was at the desk and I said, um, you know, do you, uh, do you care? I mean, do you allow dogs in? And she said, only if they're service animals. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I walked off and did something and I was standing around the water fountain and she saw me and she came over and she's like, but you know, if you told me your dog was a service animal, <laughs> he could come in. And I oh, was like, I bet I know who that is. Yeah. And I was like, well, we do have a card because we, he, Andrew has an emotional support card. For okay. Pele. Well, you know, and I was like, we do have a card. And she was like, okay, well, you know, you can bring him in. And it was like, it was so nice. Yeah. See, that's such a Moab local. It was so nice. We most... Most of us are pretty nice people, and we try to yeah just be good people. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's been nice here. Um, wish we could have maybe seen a little bit more. But, yeah, you guys. You know, we can always come back. You, yeah, there you go. <laughs> next time. There's always a next time, and next time no rattlesnakes. So Yeah, seriously. <laughs> You'll see more country for sure. Um, so to kind of keep this quick, because so I, I know you probably want to get some rest. Um, do you have any one single bit of advice for pet owners out there? Like any oh one my thing? Gosh. I know, that's a huge any question. Any one thing. Yeah. Ugh, to this, help you maybe. Yeah. With, oh, yeah. I have a lot. But okay. I, well, if I had to give pick us a one thing. No, give us a handful. I, I can give you one thing because it's my the bane of my daily veterinary existence. Um, listen to your vet and not Google. <laughs> that is what I would pick because I just, every day I hear, well, I read on Google. And I'm like, well, I went to vet school for four years. So I don't know. What do I know? Yeah, listen exactly. to Google. <laughs> so, you know, talking about it is fine, but I get argument every day from Dr. Google. Dr. Google said this. And I say, well, okay, Dr. Alyssa will just shut up then and (laughs) listen to Dr. Google. So that is definitely the one thing that I would pick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not alone in that. No. Oh, no. We hate it. We hate it so much. Yeah. It's depends on who's using Google, but Google can be a very dangerous thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can get yourself in a big hole. Yep. 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 So that's my least favorite thing that I deal with. Do you have pets? Oh, gosh, yeah. What do you have? <laughs> I have a dog, two cats. One was a foster fail. I recently acquired her because I just couldn't part with her. I have a parakeet, and I recently, I had a horse, but she passed away this spring, oh, so. Sorry. No more horse. Yeah, it's the, so she was 33, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got her to 33, and then we called it, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What kind of horse? She was an Arabian. Okay. They're really they pretty, really stupid while, ones. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're they're older, and when they have a vet as an owner, turns out they can keep kicking for a while, so, yeah. yeah. And do you have like land out here? I have, yeah, I have a half an acre. She was, she owned half of it and I owned the other half and it was great. (laughs) The dog you have, is it the dog in the picture in your card? Yep. Yeah. He's a Jack Russell Corgi thing. I don't know. He's a sweetheart. Happiest, happiest critter I've ever met. So love him. My mom, um, 
wanted to tell you thank you so much for taking care of her grand doggy and for saving oh, his life. Oh, oh, that's really nice. she really respects and appreciates the job that you do. Well, tell her. Well, I guess I can tell her. You're welcome, and thank you for thanking me. <laughs> yep. You know, she was a vet tech for oh a lot. Like, she did it when she was younger, but I think maybe before I was born. And then a couple of years ago, she was a vet tech with... Um, a veterinarian who had like a mobile clinic, like a big, huge trailer. Oh man, that's in New tough Hampshire. Work. Okay, well, and they like drove around New Hampshire and did like surgeries and procedures and all kinds cool. of stuff on that's, animals. Well, shout so, out right back to her then, because vet techs are—I couldn't do my job without my technicians. Yeah, they're, they're my right hand. They're critical. So yeah. that's also shout out to Jen, who was my technician on Sunday and helped me with Pele and all yeah. all the other critters that day. So she was, they're all fantastic. I couldn't do it without them. Yeah. This seems like a great group of people. It is. It and really is. didn't put the baby down today, didn't seem like. Every time I came in there, she was yep. holding the baby. Yep. Yep. She loves, <laughs> she loves babies. That's, <laughs> what can I say? So she's funny. a good mom. So she's a good mom to other people's children too. So <laughs> yeah, she's a good, good lady. Well, great. Well, um, thank you so much for sitting with us. Of course. I know you probably want to go home. I'll probably eat food. Yeah. 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 I so like to do that sometimes. We'll wrap this up and thank you so much for, um, all that you do for all the animals out there, especially Happy to ours. Do it. Yep. Happy to do it for him, so. especially. He was a sweetheart. The, yeah. the tail wags kept me going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the best. He always had a tail wag for me. So it makes it easy when they're super duper sweet. Yeah. And nice people help too. Yeah. Good wow. owners are a bonus for me. So <laughs> even if they do look at Dr. Google, uh, you know, as long <laughs> as Dr. Google isn't arguing with me, that's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm so tired of I've got to find some sweet little thing to love